Welcome to High on Hearts, the podcast. I am Jessie Mae Wolf, your host, and I look forward to serving up your weekly dose of Heart Rise, all about empowering you to live and lead heart first. Hello, hello there. It's Jessie Mae. Coming to you this week with a throwback show from the archives. This is a show from 2014, all about harvesting hope. It came up at a very timely moment, and the message is just as real and just as important as it ever has been, and an opportunity to tune on in to some old school, sunny side up, heart rise days. So enjoy, and without further ado, here's to harvesting hope. the breath how powerful it is indeed how often we forget to consciously breathe and such the spirit of today's uh, show and this harvest that we will be speaking to and this hope um, and the life force of of hope and how powerful it is so that's sort of where I want to begin and some of you may know that I put harvest hope on a t-shirt when I had my collection. It was the last season of Jessie May. Um, well, the last season from that chapter, I will say, because there is a revival coming, my loves, and many of you have requested. So I will, without saying much, say that there are some juicy things in the works on that front. And Harvest Hope was one of the last um, last messages I had on the collection that had also within that there was Harvest Hope, Ride Love, Roam Free, and Fierce with Love. Those were among the last few messages on the collection. And those of you who didn't know much about my collection or who don't, or were hearing about it for the first time, I had a clothing line for years, um, six, in fact, where I... Uh, was distributing all over. I won't get into all the details, but part of what I did and when I began was launching these message-driven T-shirts and hoodies and sort of yoga-inspired pieces. And so the Harvest Hope was one of the closing chapitres, and it was a very powerful message. And any of you who have seen my signature photo that I use for a lot of my promo, I'm wearing the Harvest Hope T-shirt with the butterfly. And I actually wear those T-shirts when I jog here, it's just part of my natural way of um it just it just so happens that that's how it goes, but I do I wear them and with it unbeknownst to me, I didn't even realize it so much um but I do now, and it's actually they're sort of like my my freedom beach jog because I go barefoot and I love my jogs and i i I wear these t shirts with these messages and harvest hope is such a powerful message, and it really speaks to so much of the journey, you know, this piece around hope, and we're going to move right into it, but it's so important, and sometimes hope can be sort of dismissed as unimportant and irrelevant and sort of flighty and, you know, this sort of concept that doesn't hold much, that's not solid, that's not um, grounded, that doesn't have foundation. And I would like to suggest and suppose, as I do here in this space, that, in fact, hope is really the source, the seed of a powerful harvest and you know it's the the essence the very essence of what it what it means to actually plant a seed 
Um, and I was actually, when I was playing with and dancing with the ideas for today's show, you know, seed your soul, seeding our soul was another idea, another sort of um, rhythm that I was playing with. And, you know, the spirit of it really being this idea that when we really, you know, this this seeding is what it's all about. It's this dedication to a seed, to an intention, if you will, as a metaphor, the seed being the metaphor for this intention, this power of intention. And what happens when we really honor the seed, when we really love the seed, when we plant with intention, what that looks like and what kind of harvest. So this harvesting hope is such so much bigger than harvesting just that initial seed. It's the the whole expansive journey of the seed when it is planted with intention, when it is planted with heart focus, with love. So that's really the spirit of today's show, and I'm going to really speak to that and how it unfolds and how it can unfold and the power of that intention, that seed, that hope, when we really honor it. Because so often we're so in our heads, we're so busy judging and planning and figuring it out that we lose the whole spirit of the hope. We lose the spirit of the seed and ultimately the source of that which can grow inside of us to expand and be so much greater than anything our reason, logic-based minds could conceive. Because that hope is like this wonderful wave of inspiration that brings to us so much more then our limiting beliefs and thoughts and mind can actually convey to us. And just to touch on that piece for a moment, because I know many of you here who come regularly and listen regularly, who have come to my other workshops and know my work, I speak a lot about heart wisdom and the power of the heart, and it is so incredibly powerful. And it's not to say that the mind isn't a great um, resource. It is. However, when it's running the show, that's when we get into Danger Bay. It's more about letting the power of the heart, the intelligence of the heart lead, and that's where the seeding of hope comes from. And we'll, again, be moving more into that. And then the mind can be of service, too, but it's not about the mind running it. Because when it does, that's where we can often sidestep hope. We lose hope. Yeah? And any sort of lack consciousness, this, these ideas ultimately um, that we can't get to wherever it is or that we aren't, you know, aren't capable of certain things or any lack mindset or mentality, including things like poverty. Um, when we look at, you know, these devastating circumstances, whether it be in our own personal world or life or in you know that the world at large you know so much of it we have to really get back to a space of heart and hope because that's where that is the source it is the seed of change and so hope holds within it such a power such an energy such a vibration such a life force that we all can actually connect to. And when we come together and we connect with that, wow, are we ever powerful. So that's the spirit of this, this, this hope that I want to speak to, this harvest of hope that I'm speaking to. And it's, you know, it's, it's far beyond that reasoning logic mind. And again, it's not to say that the mind can't support the hope, but when the mind is kind of in the mix and it's totally dictating everything, Usually, hope kind of sits in the back seat. It doesn't get much doesn't get much airplay. 
And so I really want to invite you, as I always love to, to just consider what it might look like to have a little more hope, you know, and to consider areas in your own life where you might be open to inviting a little hope in. Let's sprinkle a little hope energy, a little hope dust, if you will, into the mix, because by doing so, it's amazing, and I'm really hoping that uh, as we move through the hour, you might be inspired to consider what it could bring to your life, because I have to say that this this energy, that this spirit of hope, what it's, um, you know, what we can actually yearn, what we can actually um bring forth from it is far beyond anything that we could possibly conceive of with our mind. And it's not to say that our mind isn't masterful, but hope springs eternal. We've all heard that. And it really does. It opens up a space wherein this power can actually unfold and create from. And it's amazing what's possible from this space. And I see it every day in the lives of those I work with, and it's really a blessing. One of the greatest joys with hope has been working with the homeless kids here and to just watch that hope ignite in their hearts and what's possible and how we can, when we foster that, when we cultivate that, when we connect with that hope and we come together and we bring our energy together, we bring our hearts together, we ignite that. And we all know what that feels like when we're working together in a group, when you get that kind of group vibration that let's we can do this together. That's the spirit of hope, and that's what we have, all of us within us, that we can really honor. And when we come together, that's a big part of what the harvest is all about, and I'll speak to that. Um, but I want to just touch on some of the specific themes. So... To plant a garden, this is such a gorgeous quote, and I love to share quotes. This is a little Audrey Hepburn for y'all. To plant a garden is to believe in the promise of tomorrow. Ah, to plant a garden is to believe in the promise of tomorrow. How beautiful is that? And it's so true. The metaphor of gardening and of cultivating and of seeding and of harvesting, all of, you know, really nourishing those seeds so that they grow, so that they bloom and they become and they, you know, they are, they, you know, and then this harvest, this power of what we have to create um, from an intention with love is so profound and it really does speak to the promise of tomorrow. And it's the same seeding spirit that actually gives us the power to harvest change. So it's harvesting hope, but it's also we're harvesting change. And I see this all the time, and it's such a gift to be able to work with people intimately one-on-one and also in my group work to witness what's possible with the spirit of hope. Because we actually have so much power within us, and when we invest our focus in a dream and a hope in that seed that we plant with love, it's amazing. That dedication, plant the seed is key because what we focus on, we can create. And, you know, it's these thoughts, it's this love. When we focus upon, they are the seeds of our creation, you know, and we're so conditioned, we've been so practiced in our conditioned, you know, limiting thinking to expect results, right? So we kind of go more from this goal-based model, this like got to figure it all out. That's such a limited roadmap that's so defined, that's so sterile most of the time that it actually loses scope, loses sight, loses 
the, the, the expansiveness of what's possible when we plant the seed of hope with love, with intention, with purpose. And that's what springs this amazing cultivated, um, you know, that's where the creation comes from, right? So it's not about having everything so mapped out. And it's so interesting, you know, because I do have the gift of, you know, I'm so blessed to get to work with so many people. And oftentimes, you know, the ego mind gets a little disoriented, a little uncomfortable when it's like, well, well, what if we don't plan the whole thing out? Well, guess what? When we plan the whole thing out, we lose sight of hope. We lose sight of what's really possible, because if things are so rigorously planned out, and we see this all, I see it all the time, and I'm sure you do, and you may even experience it in your own life. And again, the invitation, as always, is to just reflect and take notice. Is this something that comes up for you? Are you limiting yourself by having it all so scripted? You know, it's this deeply scripted narrative that we follow that actually denies us the opportunity of what the seed can possibly, you know, what can bloom forth, what can grow, and what's possible, yeah? So it's this results-based, this outcome-based, rather than this vision, which is heart, which is the creative force. One of the other beautiful um, quotes that I'm going to share that I absolutely love is an Aristotle quote, hope is a waking dream. And I just wanted to touch on that because that's really, it's giving its giving space to this waking dream, this aliveness, this passion, this purpose, these gifts and this force that we all have inside us. And again, we're so conditioned to deliver and to make happen and to, you know, all of these sort of ideas that we pick up along the way that we get conditioned into and that we're so rigorous about and we're so logic and reason based about outcomes that we don't give ourselves permission to even honor a waking dream or honor something that is very dear to our heart a heart desire and when we seed with hope we actually open the space for that unknowingness to unfold and it's not to say we're lost out there it's more actually you know there's this gorgeous quote not all who are um not all who wander are lost. And it's really, it's this openness to a wandering, wandering spirit. It's an openness to having hope. So you plant seeds of intention with love. And this is for our life. This is the metaphor. But when we plant with hope, when we invest energy in the dream, in the hope, in that which our heart knows, and we open up to the space then for the growth, and we nurture with love, we nurture the the vision, we nurture the inspiration, we nurture the intention with love, but we don't get attached to the outcome. Because getting attached to the outcome, we are setting ourselves up for frustration, for resentment, for disaster, for blame, for judgment, for attack, for self-loathing. I mean, that is just one big hubble. I mean, that can be a total disaster and we all know we all we've all been there right when you have such a set idea about what it's all going to look like well let me tell you chances are and we've all been there most of the time it's not what we think and the more we think ourselves into what we want it to be into that outcome the more we trap ourselves and the more we don't give permission for that seed to fully bloom and to fully grow into its fullest creation and that abundance yeah so the spirit of that which I'm speaking to is really just honoring 
with intention what our heart song is, what we're wanting, that waking dream inside each of us. And it can start with small pieces. So if you feel the call, if you know there's something in you that is wanting to be more expressed or if you know there's something in you that is wanting to be more felt or heard or, you know, even just to give yourself permission to, whether it's someone that you enjoy spending time with or if it's um, a hobby or something that you feel called to but you never make space for, plant that seed of intention, of hope. Open the space up in your life to honor it without an attachment, again, to any outcome. It's not about that, but just give yourself permission because when we seed with intention and with hope, it's amazing how the universe provides. It opens up in ways far beyond, again, that which our limiting mind can even conceive of. And that's where the yummy happens. That's where the delish happens. That's where all of this amazing harvest comes forth. When we harvest hope, we harvest so much more than we could have possibly imagined. It's this powerful trust that we have inside that we cultivate when we invest with that seeding with hope. Yeah. And the beauty is we can look to nature. You know, I love the metaphor of nature because the poetry of nature is always there to guide and inspire us. You know, it's that same poem that lives in our own heart and yet we don't honor because we're so rigorously tied to figuring it out and making things happen and forcing things self will run riot gotta know gotta be right gotta have gotta do gotta blame gotta be you know it's exhausting and if we really want to reap a full abundant harvest we have to be willing to plant to seed with hope and with love We are all longing so much for more passion and more purpose. And if we look more to nature for this inspiration, it's amazing how much we can actually harvest with hope. So that's really the spirit of the space I want to open up in today's show. There's so much I want to say, but I will share a couple of quotes. I'm going to move over to a song. I want to sort of let all of that marinate if you will or let the seeds of what I've planted just settle into your own beautiful rich soil that nourishing fertile soil that lives inside each of you and I'm going to share a song too that I just absolutely love and this is a Thoreau Henry David Thoreau one of my faves quotes and I just absolutely adore it I believe that there is a subtle magnetism in nature which, if we unconsciously yield to it, will direct us aright. <sighs> Just breathe that in. I'm going to read that one more time, as my sweet Carly always requests, or has requested, and I've honored ever since. I believe that there is a subtle magnetism in nature, which, if we unconsciously yield to it, will direct us aright. And that subtle magnetism is that heartbeat, that heart force, that connectedness that we all have to each other and to our knowing. And this amazing magnetism happens when we honor the hope. Hope is the, the source. It's the, the spring, that seed from which we can actually activate the magnetism. Because I'll often hear from clients who are very much head tripping and in their head and oh my God, what is she talking about, cuckoo over there, you know, and I do get some of that, and it's not, you know, this isn't just sort of woo-woo stuff, this stuff is real, and it's the judging mind that doesn't want to embrace it, so if you're resisting, then I invite you to just 
kind of soften into a little more space that might allow for you to embrace some of what's coming through here. And if that's happening for you, you'll be amazed to just take notice and be an observer as opposed to judge. Just see if you can release a little of the grip on where the judgments are and just make a little space for whatever is wanting to even unfold through you today, this week. You know, just to just allow a little more breathing space, a little less judgment, and a little more openness to some of the places and spaces where hope might actually want to be guiding you, may want to be seeding in your own life, may be inviting you to seed some intentions that you know would honor growth for you and honor um, connectedness possibly, whether it's in a relationship, as I said, or if it's at work. You know, when we open up to a space of hope, it's it's literally kind of throwing away um, or not honoring, not focusing upon because what we focus on expands. So it's not giving too much energy or attention to those thoughts that are keeping us stuck in those frustrations and those limiting toxic behaviors and, and ways of showing up. Yeah, so I mean, I see this amazing shift that even happens for people in their workplace. You know, I often will work with clients who say, "Oh, but I hate my job," and I know, you know, and they want to shift, and we'll work towards that. But it's amazing how when we shift, how we even show up in our everyday, even that space can totally change, can be completely transformed with a heart, you know, with a sort of heart space, with a willingness to invest in hope and to to really seed with intention. And so looking at really exploring in your own life, what are those intentions? What are those hopeful intentions? What are those inspired intentions that you want to really honor? Even if they, even if the mind's like, well, that's not possible, right? So it's like just, sub, you know, allow the, the judgment to sort of um, subside for a moment. And I always encourage writing. It's one of the most powerful ways to connect with what is wanting to come through because you know who that judging mind loves to kind of kick it big time and likes to be loud and likes to bully and dominate the space, right? The ego is very much in charge a lot of the time for most of us because we're practiced that way. But when we give space to our knowing inside, that voice inside, that heart song, that knowing, that wisdom to, to really speak to us, it's amazing how we can start to recognize, well, actually, that's something, that's an area, that's a place and a space that I would love to cultivate, um, you know, a new relationship or I would love to make more time for, or I would love to take better care of, you know, my body or I'd love to dance or I'd love to move or I'd love to take up this or take up that. Whatever it is, you know, you know deep inside what you're not making space for, what you're not honoring. Because let me tell you, when you create space, to seed with intention, to seed with hope, that harvest, watch out. Again, looking to nature as an inspiration. We watch how nature unfolds. It's amazing. And when we give ourselves permission, and a lot of the permission comes with patience, which I'll be speaking to on the other side, but we have to allow. Yeah? So to last quote before I jump to the song nature does not hurry yet everything is accomplished now the power of that is again and as I said I'm going to really be speaking to this patience piece on the other side of the song because it's so important and it's the urgency 
that tends to keep us so stuck, right? It's that urgency that really keeps us sort of bound in this got to make it happen now, got to go, got to move. I mean, you look at us with our devices and it's like this chronic busyness. Like we're not giving ourselves even a little, you know, the tiniest window of space for other things to unfold. So it's this not hurrying. Maybe that's the intention that you can plant the seed with. Yeah, the hope for more space to allow some of what's wanting to come through. I mean, that's one of the first places to begin. So if that's speaking to you, if you know that you don't have a lot of room or a lot of time or you have, quote, unquote, a lot of stress, you do have a lot of stress, well, the intention or the hope, the seed for you may be create some space. And it can start today. You can create, carve out just a little bit of space between the end of your day and getting home, where ideally coming to nature is such a powerful way. So even if it's just to go and take a five-minute walk in some green space or by the water, wherever you may be, or I know that the seasons are changing, so if you're somewhere cool, I know there's even snow in certain parts of the world now, but or it's also warming up on the other side. So wherever you are, just to give yourself permission to look up at the sky, take a walk, take a wander, just for a few minutes, open up, put your hand on your heart, connect. What is wanting to come forth? What am I wanting to seed with hope in my life? Give yourself permission for that. Because when we do, when we breathe into it, it's amazing what's possible. So with the spirit of that, I'm going to play a little song for you. This song came through and it just spoke to me so beautifully. It's James Bay, and it's Need the Sun to Break. So I hope you enjoy it. I will see you on the other side, and if you have questions, do send them in. I will be taking them. I'm halfway gone I'm battle-worn You're all I want Bring me the dawn I need the sign to break You've woken up my heart I'm shaking on My love could change Be in the dark for 
to break James Bay I heard that song and I got chills and I had to know what it was so thank you Shazam (laughs) and he's such a love and it's just such a beautiful song so I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did and it really spoke to today's theme and I just felt called to share it so I wanted to just touch on the spirit of you know needing the sun to break you've woken up my heart You know, this being, you know, this in being in the dark for weeks and realizing that you're all I needed. Um, And then he says, I hope I'm not too late. I hope I'm not too late. And it's again, it's such a powerful metaphor. I mean, who knows specifically what he's speaking to? And it it feels like relational, um, someone he loves. But it's amazing when we start to really sort of take that metaphor even um, a little bit big, you know, to be to mean even more in our lives, and not to say relationship isn't the biggest thing it is, but to allow that metaphor to speak to, I hope I'm not too late in our own lives, and I get that so much. Again, it's you know, I work with people from so many different, oh, like I said, walks of life and ages, and it's not about where you're at in your life; it's a willingness. If your heart is ready to harvest that hope. It is amazing what's possible, and we all have it within us. We all have this beautiful source spring of hope and of dreams and of passion and of purpose. And all that really happens is we kind of go through the you know life and we just get got we get bogged down and we get caught up. But ultimately, that that hope lives lives deep within. It's there. It just you know it may be sleeping, it may be dormant, it may be kind of tucked tucked in. But ultimately, it's so wanting to be expressed and this am I too late, you know, to really consider that too because, again, I see that so often where people will question where they're at in their life and, you know, kind of berate themselves. And if you find you do that or you feel that some some of the decisions you've made maybe haven't fully supported you, 
or you have regret, it's amazing what hope can do to heal that and what a heart can do to heal that. You know, we all have the capacity to reconnect with hope at any age. And it's, you know, I could share so many miracle stories, but I'm sure if you take time to just notice in your own life even some of the people who have had a triumphant spirit and have shown you what's possible with hope, you know, looking to the oldies, it's amazing to see. And, you know, anyone who's been through it and who can still have that amazing sense of spirit and hope and what's possible and we all have that inside it's just life can get us down life can kind of have its way with us and it's never too late to come home to that hope in our hearts and it's about cultivating that space you know so that we can have the sun break through and so that we can wake up to our heart again and that's really the spirit of harvesting hope so i want to get over to some questions I want to share this beautiful William Wordsworth quote that I just love that really speaks to this too. Come forth into the light of things and let nature be your teacher. Mm, Come forth into the light of things. Let nature be your teacher. So again, the metaphor of nature and coming home to nature is one of the most powerful ways to stay plugged in to our heart song, to our knowing, to our truth. Because as Gandhi said, to forget how to dig the earth and to tend to the soil is to forget ourselves. When we lose that connection with the earth and the soil and cultivating that fertile environment wherein we can really seed with hope and seed with love, that's when we've forgotten ourselves. You know, and we can. We can get so busy and so caught up. And, you know, just give yourself a little hug for even being here today, you know, an energetic one or even quite literally. Allow yourself, give that person that you know you love or that you know you've been holding a little maybe frustration towards or haven't been loving up on as much as you could. Give them a hug today. Let your heart guide you today with that hope. Let yourself be in that space that is the truth of who you are. We get so busy in our heads. We get so caught up in the noise that we forget to connect with what's true, with that hope, with that absolutely gorgeous energy, that life force that lives in each of us, that love. And when we connect with it, it's amazing what we can create. But it has to begin with the space. So in the spirit of that, I actually have Phil from London. Love getting the... euros in the house it's so amazing because i know um actually i'm not sure i think you guys are nine hours ahead um and i want to thank you for your question and this so speaks to what i'm actually talking about so it's a nice um jump on in and so phil again thank you for um for for putting yourself out there and for for inquiring with this because i think it's really going to speak to many um and phil says i'm so completely disconnected from any spirit of hope. I go through the motions every day, so automated and unhappy. Where would you suggest I can begin? Whew. Um, And it's, you know, I really hope, Phil, that in what I've been sharing, firstly, again, thank you for that question, because it just takes courage even to recognize that. You know, and for all of you listening, it's so important to just, take a pause like we did and just even the you know a few breaths and 
really create a bit of space and it's not long. You know, we take so much time each day just tap tapping away on our devices and getting distracted by the noise and just allowing ourselves to be at the whim of everything that comes in at us, you know, instead of actually cultivating space for ourselves and the power that we can actually create within ourselves, that we can activate that beautiful heart fire, as I love to call it, that we can ignite inside is so there and present. And it really is this hope that sources it, you know, that we um, that we can come home to. So, Phil, firstly, I want to say there is hope. And just you being here and connecting to the show and listening is definitely a step in the direction of opening the space up for that. And, you know, I get the automated. It's so prevalent in our society. We're so automated in general. We're automated not only in our work and in our everyday and our routines, but even in our relationships. I see it all the time. So the invitation is I would definitely get a journal if you don't already have one just for some writing. You know, create some space where you can actually get to the core of what's really going on because as many of you know who listen regularly we have to look at the feelings you know i'm speaking to the spirit of hope but there's so much stuff that can in fact block us this you know emotional constipation as i call it that really interferes with sort of hearing the heart listening tuning in feeling um and if we're jammed up with a lot of unactualized or unexperienced Feelings, um, you know, it's said that uh, analysis can be emotional paralysis, you know, and when we're in that analyzing and we're overanalyzing and we're overthinking and we're head tripping, um, we're actually paralyzing ourselves from feeling the emotions, yeah, so we're we're blocking and we do that so often, you know, we'll, we'll let ourselves feel the feelings that are jovial and happy and that are kind of seen, you know, that are perceived as okay and the ones for those feelings that are not okay, anything that's sort of um, from anger to fear to sadness to hurt to anything that might be deemed or judged um, or deemed as, you know, not uh, presentable, if you will, um, we we don't allow ourselves to feel. And, and the disservice, the injury that that causes, the dis-ease that that causes inside. Um, so I would invite you, Phil, just to kind of do a little bit of an inquiry to notice what you're really feeling, to go into the inquiry. And HeartRise meditation is all about that. We really get into understanding and uncovering some of the feelings so that we can get through to the connection. Um, But I would say really take a look at what are the feelings and recognizing them because just giving yourself permission to feel what's really there will actually open up some space just by bringing awareness to the feelings and feeling them, you'll be amazed at what a release that can offer. Um, You can also, please do send me an email, Phil, and I'll happily send you a guided experience of HeartRise Meditation, and you can send that to ridelove at jessiemay.com so that you get to kind of really get into the energy of it, um, and you can breathe into it. Working with breath and feelings and letting them go is very powerful. And... In so doing, you're going to open up the space. So there's two parts. One is you want to, you know, do a bit of writing or allow yourself to feel what's really there in the way. And because the thing is, if you're so automated as so many of us can be, we don't actually have a chance to really notice what's there, to kind of get to the source of what's really blocking usually what's wanting to be expressed. And usually there's some heavy stuff in the middle, you know, in the mix that's blocking 
um, the hope from uh, from being allowed to breathe from that, you know, because that hope spring lives in each of us. That aliveness, that life force, that yummy energy that wants to guide us lives inside each of us. But we get so bogged down with the feelings and then we get so run over by the busy mind train that's just going cuckoo that there's no space. So recognizing, checking in with the feelings, creating space, is imperative. It's so important. So again, as I mentioned earlier in the show, creating a little bit of time and space to connect in with nature is super important. So it doesn't have to be long. You know, it could be at your lunchtime. It could be at the end of your day, beginning of your day. I love to recommend early time, you know, when you open your day, which is usually when we're typically going to just jump right in and get moving. But it's important because it also cultivates the rhythm for our day. It opens up the space, and we really want to allow ourselves to open up into that. Um, just a calmer timing and a calmer sort of energy for the day, and this ultimately this patience, and I'm going to move into the patience piece. So, again, Phil, for you and for all of you listening who relate to that, it's creating more space even, you know, whether it's beginning or end of your day, getting into some of the writing around What are the feelings that are in the way so that you can start to identify them and move through them? Um, And then you'll start to notice. And I I would say as a third part is just to set some heartfelt intentions. Once you recognize some of the feelings in the way, to then from that space, you can set some heart-focused intentions um, and start small. They don't have to be big. And just give yourself time. And I would love to encourage you to, to start your day tuning into those intentions because it's amazing what happens when we set those intentions. It really is seeding our soul, seeding the potential for the unfolding. It's the harvesting of the hope, yeah? Because the hope, when it's harvested, it's abundant. It's It, it actually can be this amazing, abundant, abundant power source. So I hope that that gave you a little something to explore. Um, I, we're really in the last piece of the hour, and I can't believe how quickly the hour went by. Again, I want to thank you all for being with us. This was the two-year celebration. This show was really a heartfelt intention of mine and a hope that sprung eternal and it continues to spring forth and open up when I connect with all the magical luminaries I've shared this space with from Julia Cameron to Marion Williamson who will be back on the show again soon we just connected and so many other beautiful bright lights Don Miguel Ruiz and just so many local heroes and luminaries I've shared the space with this has been a heartfelt hope that has sprung eternal and a, a beautiful ever-giving harvest for my own journey and for all of you that share in this space together. So I thank you. My gratitude goes out to all of you. And with the spirit of that, I want to say that to garden is to open our heart to heaven, and it's to really source this beautiful hope that lives in the hearts of each of us. The harvest teaches us patience and grace. And it's so important that we connect with nature because that is where we can open up to this to this this heart of who we are, this essence of who we are, this freedom 
this amazing power to create because with hope we can harvest the essence of our being, the truth of our being, the spirit of what we're here for, and it lives in each and every one of you. So I thank you for being with here with us here. I celebrate our two years together. It's such a treat, such a joy, and I love you all. I will be back with you next Monday, 9 a.m., and all the shows are archived, so you can always check back in. There's so many yummy ones in there, and I've got lots in store for the coming week so do stay tuned and have a blessed day a hopeful day create some space and know how loved you are thank you so much for joining us this week for this edition of high on heart i am jesse may wolf if you enjoyed the show please pass it along share it with someone you love and come find us online at heartrisemovement.com on all the social networks and we look forward to connecting with you in all the ways we do your radiance is contagious Mm -hmm.